0: Steve, bro, i'm also a psychic
1: uh, all right i'll intro real quick <laughs> do it. all right everybody welcome back to the average joe's podcast i'm very excited i finally have evan back and we have Probably our favorite guest that we were looking forward to when we started this. The college goalkeeper that'll steal your girl. The EMT that'll save your life. The rib tickler himself. Brandon (laughs) motherfucking Gorka. What is up, guys?
0: Just tickling some ribs, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just so glad you were looking forward to me because I have been looking forward to this, too.
1: And if anybody watched... Last episode, Evan was not here because, like we've said in the first episode, we are average people with average lives. We both work. Evan was at work. I think I said that last episode, but he's back. Evan, how are you doing?
2: I'm back. I am very good. I'm glad to be on here. So uh, some of the best average Joes in the world.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree. Good for average, you know. Yeah, I like to. I'd like to think we're we raise the average.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. We got it. We, our standard is just a little bit higher than.
1: Yeah, just just one little click above average.
2: <laughs> a little bit above subpar. We're like a,
0: what are the golfing terms? Are we a birdie? We're not a hole in one, but we're, we're like a birdie, you know?
1: Yeah. We just meet I, par. I would say we're par, but in like a cool way. Like you. Par, yeah. You chipped out from, like, 150 yards and you sunk it for par. Like, that's the kind of par we are. <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes get out of the sand trap. Oh, <laughs>
0: you, <bro. laughs> yeah, sand trap is also another part of my life. So, Ain't
1: that the truth? Hey, you, you haven't even lived in Florida yet.
0: That's facts. Bro, I can't wait to wrestle some gators.
2: <laughs> Croy- <Bro>. Gators. <laughs> yeah. Wrong animal. Crookie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, but Brandon, tell tell us a little back background oh, on yeah. Mister Gorka.
0: Oh man, I don't even know what to say. Um,
1: since any... you you were coming on a podcast or anything, you don't know what to say, but
0: yeah, I kind of <laughs> just wing it, you know, I just wing it. But let's see, I don't know. What do I start? My parents were divorced when I was eleven.
1: A hey, um, shout out,
0: right? Shouts out my mom. Um, let's see. Um, I didn't really fuck with anybody in middle school and high school except for you guys.
1: Hey, because everyone else,
0: everyone else is just fake, man. Like you could tell, straight up. Or
1: our high school is the worst for that.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah. Shout won. out
1: Trevor fucking Keegan. Fuck you, bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're calling out people here. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Nah, people are just. You know, I just, I I liked high school, but I, I really just fucking hated it at the same time.
1: And that's when I was, I had my notes here. It was a very different high school experience between you and, like, me and Evan. Yeah. Evan and I had a very similar high school experience, but I really wanted you to dive into, like, what went wrong at, at Crystal Lake South for you compared to us. Because, I mean, you played soccer. Yeah. yeah. That's all I really know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's all I really cared about. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I'd say freshman year was probably okay because, like, you know, starting to meet everybody, whatever. But I don't know, man. Probably like, I want to say sophomore year. I kind of that's when I made varsity, so I kind of like was more friends with like the more popular kids. Which fuck everyone who's popular. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're all just. Uh, they're just rats, man. Just rats. Um, I don't know. Never went to any parties. I didn't do anything in high school. Like, I just did me, played video games. That's it.
1: Yes, sir. Rocket I League. Think, yeah, on.
0: dude. That's when I started <laughs> my Rocket League career, dude. Oh, my God. We got to play that sometime, too.
1: True. It's been a minute.
0: Yeah. But I would say it went wrong when I started to, like, become horny. because I would like talk to people and then like that didn't last for more than like a week and then you just kind of bounce around and then like not even just from that school but like other schools and then it's just like things get weird and then like yeah I don't know I just like really hated bitches and then now I love bitches
1: (sighs) Definitely an 18 and older podcast, so yeah, (laughs) or an 18 and older episode. Yeah, (laughs) I had to to put a disclaimer on the front of it, but anyway,
0: yeah, yeah, I regret talking to some people,
1: and I think we all do, but like the simple fact it was very, I don't know if it's the same for Evan or you, but it was very. Weird in the sense of that school kind of made it hard to find your click. Oh, yeah. Like, not necessarily, like, you had soccer, I had football and track, and Evan had football, and I mean, he was all over the place, but like, I never, (laughs) I didn't truly like find out who I was until way after high school. And I don't know if that's common or or not.
0: I think that is.
1: But if I redid high school now, it would be a completely different story.
0: Oh, Oh, yes. And,
1: Because, like, I don't give a fuck, (laughs) to be completely honest. As much as I did back then, like, I can't, you couldn't live your adult life like that. Like, that was terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say the same for me, honestly. Like, I think senior year, I didn't do, I didn't do homework. Like, I did nothing about school. I did nothing about, like, everyone except the people that I, like, knew were actually, like, G's, you know? Like, I only talked to probably, like, 10 people in high school. Like, that was it in, in senior year. And then college, like, that summer probably after we graduated, I I don't know. I just did, like, a lot of work or, like, self-reflecting, I guess. And I'm like, okay, that that high school season just passed. So what do I think of it? Didn't like it. Um, and, like, I didn't like things about myself. And so I, like, changed shit. And then, like... You know, I guess from there, especially going through college and shit or just like this part of life when you're like older, like when shit happens, it's not like, oh, someone's gossiping about you. It's like real shit, <laughs> like life shit. And so that kind of like changes you more than like anything would in high school. So um, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of the same for everybody, maybe.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I don't know my story. Like I said, I was all over the place. I mean, obviously, you know. I see you guys like you know went to you know uh Lundar or wherever you guys went, but like I I was fresh, uh, fresh slate. I moved there. I'm some like six seven, like three hundred pound, like huge monster child walking into <laughs> yeah. I saw self. you in
0: the balls, bro, and I was like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know monster boy. My uh, well, to give you, you an idea. To give you an idea of how it went, my, I don't know if you guys remember her. Our te- my teacher's name is Mrs. Robertson. Oh, uh, she yeah, was a, she, was a, she was a G. She and was my favorite, bro. Yeah, she was awesome. And there was one day where I'm, like, sitting down and, like, I, I'm, like, okay, you know, I'm comfortable, like, at least walking into the room now, so.
0: Yeah, I think I was in class like, with you, actually, in her class.
2: uh, You always be like, oh, you
0: remind me of Big Larry or whatever. No, she's like,
2: can I call you Monster Boy? I was like, no. No,
0: (laughs) No, not in front of all these new kids.
2: I blatantly said, I was like, no. She's like, oh, uh, okay. She was nice after that. But it was really, I was like, whoa. I didn't know what he wanted all We didn't learn
0: any English in that class. It was just straight, like, stuff about her life or just, like, our lives. Like, it was dope.
2: Yeah, we watched The Odyssey. That was pretty lit.
0: Yeah, yeah. She would always like sexualize shit sometimes too. <laughs> oh gosh! I think it was was it the Odyssey or
2: no? It was a book.
0: Was it the Romeo and Juliet shit? Maybe.
2: No, it was this, a book. It was a book called like unbreaking or like Unchained or something like that. Uh-huh. And like it's about like this high school kid who's like you know comes back from a, like, average, you know, teen, like, confidence-building book, comes back, jacked from the summer, bangs this one girl, and she's, like, drunk or something, and, I don't know, she's like, okay, we have to read this part, but I need another student to read it. It's like, why would you do that? You know they're gonna, you know, emphasize the sex part.
0: Right. Like, don't make me, I'm gonna (laughs) laugh when they say penis. I'm gonna laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
2: it's gonna
1: happen.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, no, she was a G. Did
1: did we all ever have classes together? I know mean I remember me and Evans class together. Brandon, did we have we had Woods. Woods, yes. <laughs> what a class. Oh my god, I forgot about that.
0: Oh man, yeah, that was fun, bro. That was a fun class. I think we had Jake too with us
1: actually. I think so. Oh gosh. If there was a shop class there, Jake took it. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> but moving past high school, now we could spend all day on high school, but you're in a very interesting situation in my head. <laughs> now hear me out. Do it. The, every EMT or person that works in an ambulance that I've ever met has been super serious and like could be a cop. But every time, like Brandon Gordon, and I laugh, and like you're not a super serious oh, yeah. person. You never have been, so no. I got does that
0: damby, but...
1: does that translate to your work life? Like being how you are, just as a person.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Like uh, I don't, I don't want to come off as like not serious because I can be very serious, but I don't know. Only when you need to be, you know, like. You don't need to be super serious at work. You don't need to be super serious at home or like really anywhere unless like something happens where you need to be or whatever. But
1: Yeah, uh, I was gonna for... say, say, because there's specific situations. Like yeah. when I break my fucking femur and my EMT driver's like, hey, look at this, and like grabs my bone and wiggles it. No, like hey, I'm gonna it, be like, pissed. Like, like for <laughs> that's example...
2: a lawsuit, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck
0: lawsuits. No, so like for example, there was a we had a burn victim and he was like maybe six years old. And, you know, it was sad because, like, his face was, like, fucked up and all that. And, like, you know, during that, obviously, I'm going to be serious. But as soon as we got back in the ambulance, I was like, I didn't know we were going to see Freddy Krueger today. You know? Goddamn! (laughs) (laughs) I I I was afraid to sleep that night. But I don't know, man. Life is, like, you're here. I, I don't know. This is so cliche. But, like, I always think about it every day, at least few times cuz my ADHD brain's like fucking uh, a roller coaster but you literally live one time like why be so serious like just talk to everybody fuck everybody fucking you know i don't know just make it like as lit as possible i guess mm-hmm. because yeah bro like i don't want to like be on my deathbed and be like damn like i didn't i didn't have fun or whatever like
1: here for a good time not a long time
0: yeah like every white girl says but <laughs> the average joe joettes
1: the average joettes there you go don't <laughs> fuck
0: with the average joettes find yourself a queen everyone find yourself a queen because they they exist
1: hey, hey bro you're in you're in the minority of this podcast me and evan both got serious relationships uh,
0: i was in one and then shit happened
1: <laughs> yeah i heard
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it's kind of complicated
1: right now it always is
0: yeah and you know what not that she's ever gonna come across this podcast but like we both kind of agreed we're not really like each other's types necessarily you know like because the the spark i guess kind of died but i don't know you guys can put your input on this but from my personal experience with like my parents and everything like love isn't just like, you know, the honeymoon phase is, it it comes and goes. Everybody, everybody says they know that. But like, once it goes, then they're like, Oh, it's just not working out. And it's like, like, that's love, you know, like, love isn't a feeling. It's knowing like that that's your person, you're not gonna wake up every day. And like, lick their neck like oh my god you're so hot and like oh i'm so (laughs) (laughs) like you know like it's not going to be butterflies and rainbows every day you're going to want to like sleep on your side of the bed take all the covers and not say shit to each other you know like there's gonna be days like that or whatever and anyways like we weren't really each other's types necessarily but i feel like you 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 never end up or get married to the person who's like 100 percent your type, because like I dated my type and my last relationship, and that shit was toxic as fuck. Um it was hot, but it was toxic as fuck. Um and I so
1: think the whole type thing is bullshit. Yeah, because I like did. my 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 high school girlfriend was crazy as shit. <laughs> my it wasn't a very serious relationship, and when I moved to Tennessee, I found and for a long time, it was blonde hair, blue eyes, and glasses is the only thing that I could find myself with. Are you Aryan? <laughs> I'm not getting into that. I'm just <laughs> extremely German. Um, <laughs> my last name is Sterwerf, so you can do the math. Oh, uh, oh I don't like math. <laughs> uh, No, but it was like, and then I met Chastity, who we've been dating a year and a half as of recording this. And... When I met her, she had black hair, hazel eyes, and she was older than me. Yeah. So, like, I think the whole type bullshit... And then I found out, I'm like, wow. I I guess the whole roundabout way of me saying looks don't matter is that types don't matter. Yeah. It's just... I think types should more affect the mental than it does the physical. Like, I like my significant others to be funny and to laugh at my jokes and like not take life too seriously but also have like a kind and caring heart that can help me when I'm down because I know Evan is exactly like me in this like I'm a genuinely upbeat person but when I hit my my downstroke and I'm am at my lowest it's low like it's really f-ing low
0: yeah same with me bro it's
1: like I'm not getting out of bed don't talk to me like just I don't. I'm not socializing with anybody. I just leave me in my space. That's why I got a big ass head, bro. I got a bunch of thoughts and shit up here all the time.
2: <laughs> a little cranium,
1: right? And it, it just. I should
0: have a big head, but my head's small.
2: Uh, Griffin's head is huge. <laughs> I got a big ass head, bro. <laughs> he had Brad, he had a custom made helmet. A shut custom made helmet <laughs> in football. Nobody like else. From like the wore it 1990s, <laughs> it was a two XL, two X. 2X. Damn,
1: Dude, Call my ass. Out. They did. ram kids with
2: your head. That's just hilarious.
1: Yeah, dude, it was like one of those things where I was in the equipment room, and they were trying on helmets, and then they opened up like a a fucking locker from 1974, (laughs) and they're like, here you go, and it was like a leather cap, and I'm like, this doesn't (laughs) pass regulation, they're like, here you go, put a face mask on it.
2: After your first two concussions. There's like 10
1: million spiderwebs in there. Dude, I'm not kidding, like, I had to pump, dude, it was so old, it didn't even have air holes to pump up the pads. You had to get whole new pads put in the helmet. (laughs) <laughs> that's so. Uh, I'm like, damn. I'm lucky I don't start because if I did, I would fucking die. Like, <laughs> like ear hole. That's it for Griffin.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Nah, but man. I'm I'm right there with you, honestly. On, you know, like that whole type shit. Because, like, the thing is, like, we were like, ri- we're like, okay, we were super good together. Like, super healthy super comfortable and I guess it kind of started to feel like at least from her perspective and mine a little bit too like that we were already married which you know I don't know isn't necessarily like a good thing right now I guess for our age at least but like again that also kind of says like we're already like that much farther ahead than like everyone else you know so like I don't know and yeah there's things that like you know I don't love so much but like everyone has that shit you know and like I would always I look past it I'm not like I don't give a shit and you know I think all in all I'll just I'll just end up with this but I think it was more of like a right person wrong time situation because like we all we, we all have this like shit we both got to do with like careers and everything and it's just like overwhelming us how financials you know all that blah 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 and I don't know. I feel like it was just like wrong per a right person wrong time. So, I don't know. And we have this pact. We made a pact probably over a year, yeah, over a year ago. When we were just friends saying like, "Yo, if we if we're like 27, 28 and we're single, like we'll just fucking get married or whatever." And she's she even said when she, you know, dumped me like, I, "I'm still down to keep that." And I was like, "Me
1: too." So, I don't think well, I don't think you'll be single for that long no i won't
0: i'm just saying like if because like i don't know around 27 28 that's what i'm really trying to like start to like settle down a little bit so like you know yeah i'm gonna go through a couple people whatever and maybe one will last maybe one won't whatever but like we, we both have that like packed still i guess if anything happens so we'll fucking see i guess
1: and i have a interesting topic that even Evan might be able to touch on, but do you think subconsciously now my parents split up when I was very, very young. I don't know how, how young you were, but um, I was like two. So obviously I don't remember much of them together, but that has actually affected me a lot in committed relationships. Subconsciously. Oh yeah, Cause I had this, like the first six months me and Chastity were dating was terrible. It, It was not a honeymoon phase at all. Because I had a, I still do have like a deathly fear of commitment. And that's, that's anything in life.
0: Yeah.
1: And I
0: I, think most people share that.
1: And I just couldn't figure out why. And then it was like, well, I don't want to end up like my parents. And she's like, well, that makes sense. And it was finally somebody there to help me work through that. And that, and we came out much stronger because of it. But, it's interesting because a lot of people say like, no, it shouldn't affect you at all. It's like, well, I mean, if you think about it, no, like, no, those uh... are the
0: people who like, like never, and I'm not saying like they never had a rough time in life, but like those are the people who don't know like what you're going through or they haven't been through that. And that's why like, it's, it's like nice. Cause like when you go through some shit, you become like a completely different person. And then like, other people who went through that same shit, you just like click or like you actually take their advice. Like if someone's like, oh, like when my parents were getting divorced, if someone was like, oh, you know, like, oh, it's fine. It'll be better. And like that toxic positivity, you know, I fucking hate that. And it's like,
1: great. You need someone
0: who like, isn't gonna give you advice all the time. Someone who's just gonna like hear you out and then say like, like, yeah, you know, it sucks. Like you need someone to tell you that it sucks so that you know that they actually like know what the fuck you're going through otherwise people don't and then you're just you don't really you're kind of just venting to like empty space to someone who's like hasn't gone through that so but yeah i'm kind of the same too like i learned a lot like through my parents divorce like not to be like my dad or like doing like you got to do shit to make the relationship work and stuff and you know blah, blah blah but yeah i would have to agree with you on that one
1: And for, like, a long time, my parents were always just like, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? And all that stuff, whatever parent asks. So, I just want to give my kids a stable home. And, like, they always took it kind of with a grain of salt. And they're just like, well, that's kind of rude. I mean, if you think about it, like, it's I I, I want to do everything by the book. And, like, if if I have kids, I, I feel like I'm kind of one of those people that's like, even if I'm unhappy, I have kids to take care of. Yeah. And when you have kids, you're supposed to put them first anyway, so it doesn't matter if I'm happy in my life. Like, I need to be there for my son or my daughter.
0: Yeah, because you kind of gain happiness. I mean, we're not fucking parents yet, but... Right. Like, you... I would imagine you gain happiness through theirs. Like, knowing that they're okay makes you just, like, okay. Right. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care either. And, like, before, I was like, oh... Like, I was initially going to school to be a PA for, like, surgery and shit, and I was like, oh, like, because I was just so fed up with being, like, broke at that point, but now I'm just like, as long as you're not, like, living paycheck to paycheck, like, there's really nothing wrong. Like, you can live a happy life, you know? You don't have to be making shit tons, you don't have to be taking all these vacations or whatever. Like, so now I don't, and oh, yeah, I'm not, okay, so I'm an EMT right now, but I'm actually gonna... I think I got an application or what's it called? Almost an interview basically at like a rehab place. Cause I think I'm going to, well, I know I'm going to go into physical therapy and then I want to, I want to go to school out there in Florida and then probably just like live there and shit. So, you know,
1: that'd be cool. Yeah. Hey, if I ever shatter my femur, (laughs) I got you, bro. You can fix oh, drive 500
0: in. miles. Do some leg raises, okay? Good
1: job, Griffith. Fuck <laughs> you. If you make me do that six-inch bullshit, I'm leaving. I will <laughs> howl my ass out of there. <laughs>
0: Just crawl out of there like a snail.
1: <laughs> there's a big-ass snail. <laughs> That's a thick snail. <laughs> I'll
0: pet that snail, bro. I'll fucking pet that shit.
1: <laughs> Good snail.
0: All right, let's, uh, it's getting a little weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, you brought it there. But I'm going to stop. Um, I always do. That's true. That is true. Evan, what did you you said you had some stuff you wanted to bring up? Um
2: I've like, you know, fully moved on from previous topic. I I think like speaking off of like, you know, divorced parents or, you know, I mean from from my personal standpoint, I obviously can't relate to divorced parents, but I can relate to like, you know, not having like a normal home. Cause like my dad passed away when I was really young. So like all my childhood, that's my substantial memories from my childhood are all, you know, like just me, my brother, and my mom. Yeah. And so, you know, like a lot, a lot of times, like I didn't have the guidance of, you know, a father directly. And I'm sure in my life, if obviously my, if my dad was still around. And like, I had a normal, you know, if I had had a, like, a quote unquote, normal set of parents, Sure, my life would be, you know, worlds different than what it is. I wouldn't have met Kaylee or anything. You know, my yeah, life would be completely different. But speaking off of that, kind of relating to, like, you know, figures and stuff and, you know, how our life would be different. Like, who do you guys think in your mind? Like, it could be, like, you know, a family member. It could be, like, an athlete. Like, specifically for you, Brandon, you're, you know, you're a goalkeeper. You've been one for years and you're one in college at Judson. Good school. Um, specifically for you and then Griffin, you can answer if you want, but who, I guess it could be an athlete, but who, who in your life would like influenced you or who did you see that like really, you know, pushed you to, to that next level to actually want to do that?
0: Damn. Like become a goalkeeper?
2: Yeah. Just to pursue this, like take that to the next level.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd say, I think i be like, became full-time goalie and like third grade, third, fourth grade-ish, but, and that was, like, kind of when I also started, like, really, like, drawing myself in, like, all of the soccer, like, knowledge, you know, like, all the players, all the teams, all that Yeah. Shit. but I think Tim Howard was definitely, like, one of the first ones I was, like, YouTubing and shit, and I was like, damn, and then, I don't know if you heard, of like, uh, Buffon, he was, like, the Italian goalkeeper, is probably him and him and tim howard who were like they were just such dogs and i was just like damn like and howard was playing for us and i was like dude i want that to be me one day or whatever
2: was not tim howard the bald guy yeah yeah he he's he was sick
0: yeah, i remember he watching was, him so good but yeah i'd say they probably were the first two that actually like made me and then like after that i was always YouTubing their shit like saves and stuff and i was like i want that to be me but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's, like, kind of an early age. I don't know. They're great for doing that shit, but, but yeah, those two definitely.
2: <laughs> and, like, like Griffin, I, I know you're not, you know, in college sports, and you you only, you know, but every kid at some point, you know, 90% of kids, like, play sports, but, you know, yeah. what what athlete, you know, really stood out to you in that way?
1: Ooh. Um, Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Jean. <laughs> that's interesting because, like, outside of my normal life, like, when I was in sports and, and things, it wasn't – I wasn't good at manifesting things in sports. I think that's why I wasn't very good at sports because I couldn't see past the present. So, like, when we were at track practice, like, Evan – I think, I don't know if you could tell, but I can tell vividly looking back when it finally clicked how to spin in the discus ring. Yeah. For me. It was night and day. I was throwing 30 to 40 yards farther than I was previously. I was like, oh, okay. But it was always looking at, like, okay, how can I be better than the best person at practice? Or, like, how can I be better than Griffin from yesterday? And, and that kind I guess it wasn't necessarily me looking up to anybody because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to be on the U.S. track team. I know that for a damn fact. So, like, let's not manifest into that. And I know that's not a very good answer to that question, but it was more so, like, my teammates, I would say. Because especially with you, I was like, okay, I can't beat Evan straight up power. Like, there's no shot. And so I was like, okay, well, I can work on my footwork and I can get super, super technical. And that's how I like you can ask Jake if Jake's ever on here or just personally, like that's why I was such an asshole to wrestle with in middle school, because I was (laughs) I was a technical nightmare. Like you, you come at me. You can't take my single leg because I'll hop out of it. And like all this stuff, it's again, going back to like the thoughts in my head is, like, I constantly think of things to do in the moment, and, it, and it's turned me into a very witty, one-liner person, but it resonates with me, like, okay, this is how you do this wrestling move, and this is how you see if you're in that position, so throughout wrestling, I was I was always just thinking, like, an instruction manual, like, alright, all right, step one, I'm like, shit, uh, that didn't work, let's get back to step one, step two, step three, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Like, if I if I find it, I'll send it to you guys. But there's a video. My dad used to YouTube all of my wrestling matches. And there's this one where this guy got me in a half Nelson. And he was trying to run it, run me over to to pin me. And I sat there and I spun with him as he ran and got tired. I just hunkered down. I was like, you ain't turning me over. And we spun around the the, the circle like for like 30 seconds. And the, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Yeah, it was just, I'm super technical. So I think it's more so just my peers. If yeah. that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I am now, though. Like, I don't look up to anyone really, I guess. More of just like an invisible, like,
1: figure, just good
0: athlete all around, I guess. You know, like, like this season, like, I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be like me, but like the best, uh, like, I can. Like, this is my last season. Like, I got to go and just balls out, like, Just everything.
1: And
0: yeah, I kind of get what you're saying.
1: Crickets. (laughs) So, kind of going off of that, I guess I have two questions I could ask. Um, What do you, or when do you think that looking up to somebody and start doing your own thing kind of switches so like obviously you can like whenever you see an interview with a professional athlete they're like oh so-and-so inspired me growing up yeah well when did that stop when do you think that stops like is it when you make the nfl that if you go into major league soccer like or when you stop playing like when when does it when does it stop you trying to live in somebody else's shadow and casting your own yeah
0: i don't know well for me at least i feel like freshman or college because like when you're in high school and like previous to that like you don't really ever do anything for yourself like you kind of have like a routine that's set for you and you kind of just do it you just go through the motions but then like in college it's or like not even in college but like you know this time of life it, like if you don't go to college you're getting a job and you're doing real shit so like I think once you're like you're on your own you, you don't even, like, have time to, like, try to be like somebody. You have to just, like, be yourself.
2: Yeah. So. I, I I agree with that 100%. Like, I remember from, like, when I was a kid, like, you know, I I played basketball at a young age for, like, 10 years. And, like, that was, like, my main sport. And, like, I, I did that for myself because I enjoyed it. I was really good at it, obviously, because I was always taller than everybody. But I got to high school, and, like, I really wanted to do football. But everyone's telling me like, hey, do football like all through high school, like I, I wasn't doing football for myself. I was doing football because I felt like I had to. And obviously Griffin, you know, freshman year, I was like I was complete dog water. like I didn't know what I was doing. like nobody coached me up at all. And like obviously like I just I was innocent. I just I just didn't know what I was doing. I was like a lost puppy out there if you were if you were to ever if there's film anywhere out there of me playing freshman year, Lord forbid that there is. But I did not know what I was doing at (laughs) all, whatsoever. And I eventually, I next thing, I started to get better. My senior year, I lose like seventy pounds. I get like you know faster. But like I was still going to like you know like football camps, and I was still doing all that stuff for you know. Not for me. Like I was uh, looking back on, I wasn't doing that stuff for me. I was doing it because other people said I can be good at this, so I should do it. That's why I was doing it. Yeah. I was chasing, like, you know, like, this invisible invisible success I thought there was. And, you know, I mean, now I'm mean, in my senior year of playing college football. And, like you said, freshman year definitely, definitely switched because, like, you're in this, you're being paid to do this. So yeah. I switched that mentality, and that's when I really started doing it, like, just for me. And, obviously, you know, you get better, as, you know, both of us have. And, you know, we're actually playing now or, you know. And you know it's just you 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 look at it's it's like soccer and football are obviously very different, but yeah, you know it's you can you I'm sure you can relate to you know it's like your own art and not your art, but like it's your own it's your own craft that you you make like yeah. Griffin agrees like he was in you know track and field and like you know said his peers like inspired him a lot and I I saw him you know progressively get better and like he wasn't doing that for anybody else he's i guess he wasn't getting better because you know he, he wanted to see other people getting better he's getting better for himself Like it's, a, it's his own thing it's his own craft it's his own yeah. product he's making like that's i i feel like yeah like i i long story short i agree you know yeah. freshman year in college when, when you switch to that level you, you kind of have to be doing it for yourself because you know you're it's like you, you're studying your own academics like i'm studying psychology i already know what i where i want to go with it i already know you know grad school and all that stuff i'm engaged so it's like now i'm really like i'm almost like past that point you know but
0: yeah well honestly like you shouldn't ever do anything for anyone else like like it's good now that we're kind of just doing things for ourselves because that's all that fucking matters Is like who cares? Like, you know, everyone has their own form of happiness. And it's like, like guess someone's just going to bash on it, like, just, you know, go on to the next, like, throw it out the window. Like, you know, yeah. Oh, like, my mom, like, wants us, wanted us all to go and, like, make a lot of money and shit. And now, I mean, I still, I'll still be making good money, but now I'm just like, I don't even care about that. And, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to save, but I'm also going to, like, spend my money, because, like, I'm not trying to die with a bunch of money, you know, like,
2: yeah,
0: gotta just do whatever for yourself, because if you're not happy, then everything else just is shit.
1: Yeah. And I even relate to that outside of college. Like, yeah, I feel a lot of college, you know, I mean, that was a big kick in the teeth, I was like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Yeah. But, I really had to sit down with myself because I was working like a high school. This sucks. Like, this is terrible. And so I kind of sat down and I compiled a list. Like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I want to do. How do I get from here to there? And I really focused in on that. And, like, I've sold cars. Now I rent cars. And i'm not a huge car guy but for some fucking reason the only way i can make a living is car related so by all means i'm gonna do it but taking the mentality of doing it for yourself instead of for anybody else it's interesting because i feel that same way just outside of of college yeah now it's a little bit different with having a significant girlfriend which Evan I know you can relate brandon sorry and keep bringing it up but yeah i used to <laughs> uh, it's it's more so like I tell her all the time like what do we need to do yeah. like not not today not any a month from now what do we need to do to reach where we want to go because yeah. she she did graduate college she's got a bachelor's degree and I'm like okay well I'll support us if you want to go find a job that uses your degree. Cause she's still working the same job she worked in high school. So I'm like, well, shoot higher, go, go to that next step. The scariest thing that that needs to be addressed in taking that next step is finances. Yeah. I I can support all of our bills with just my paycheck. It's like, take that leap because I can't be, I can't have her in the end of her life being, thinking anything of the fact that Griffin held me back. Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to boost you and give you that extra motivation.
0: Yeah. That, that, that's something I kind of, I mean, I thought about it, but in reality, it wasn't really true. Like maybe I was holding, you know, her back, but I think, like I said, it was just more of like the wrong time, I guess. But like, if, And maybe when we do get back, like I'm probably gonna say the same shit. Like you, you are like, like, first off, just start off by, if you're getting in with anybody, you need to like tell them like, do not feel like you don't have any freedom. Like you know, like you can't be in a relationship where like you even think you can't do this, you can't do that. Like you have to just like have those talks and like like you said. Like, oh, like, what, where, or what should we do to get here? Like, how, how, you know, like, keeping it working. Like, that's, that's what something I would say, too. If, like, whoever I'm with next, it doesn't matter if it's the same person or whatever, but like, you got to have those real ass talks.
1: Right. And I think that's where I and the people I surround myself with have prevailed of the fact that. And I'll say this in the most joking but serious way possible: we're the real, we the realest motherfuckers out there. Yeah, that's facts. Like me, Evan, you, Paul J. We're gonna tell you how it is. We don't care. Like yeah. And a people of our generation are gonna be like, "Well, you're just a prick." Yeah. I'm sorry if the truth. Yeah. It's not my problem. So yeah.
0: if they if I'm to <laughs>
1: right, if I'm like, sitting here telling you like the them, fucking
0: like, mess, bro. Life is a fucking mess. I'm gonna tell you what's going on, like how it is. You know. And like there are some people who will ask me, Oh, are you okay? I'll be like, Yeah, I'm alright. But then if like, you know, the people who I know are like real and like you know, just like people who I fucking like love, like clear like open minded, clear, clear thinkers. No, like not a sheep basically. No one I I hate sheep people. Cause it's just like, what's the point of even living? But, but if someone like, if you guys were to be like, yo, are you okay? I would, I would send you a paragraph of like, what the fuck's going on, you know? Right.
1: And it's like, and you can tell like throwbacks in high school and like me and Evan would hang out or we'd be playing Xbox or something and I'd be like, yo, Evan, you good? And he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. It's like, okay, what's wrong? And as soon as, like, somebody you trust and you respect says what's wrong, it's like floodgates. Like, Uh, all right, here you you go. Like, here's the issue. Have fun. Right. And, like, I saw a lot of that with Evan with his relationship before Kaylee. And, I mean, it's hard even just being a bystander that, I mean, (laughs) when I first met Evan, He's such a—I mean, he's to this day—he's such a gentle giant. Like, now, granted, if we're in a bar fight, I expect him to come from three o'clock with an overhand right. But like, (laughs) when I— I'll pay to see that. Through through high school, it was just like I can't stand to see like my my brother from another mother, like going through something that I can't help him with. Yeah, and it's like a lot of the time he took—I'll give Evan props of dealing with his bullshit by himself. He's like, no man, it's just something I got to do. Yeah. Okay, like, good, go do it, bro. But we we got you. Like, if you if you need us, we're here.
2: Yeah.
1: But that's
2: like one of the like with me specifically. I'm. I don't know how to explain. Like, I'm 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 a fix it person, and if you ask Katie this, like, you know, obviously, like couples have you know fights and stuff, and. Yeah, well, sometimes we'll, like, you know, we'll disagree on something and, like, you know, sh- I'll do something stupid or she'll get mad. Like, like, like Griffin said, like, I got go to go do Like, I have to fix it. Like, I'm not, a, like, I know some people, like, they need to be left alone. They're, like, it has to marinate for, like, 24 hours. And then they talk and then that's fine. Me, I can't. Like, right now, I got to fix it. Like, what's going on? and, that, and That's why I want to be a counselor so much is because, you know, yeah. I, I, I see, like, people's problems and, like, I'm, you know. Before Kaylee, like you know, she changed me. I and you know, all... I, yeah, like that relationship. Was Griffin was talking about? Like I was like putting myself through that, and like even I. Well, long story short, I left her for Kaylee. Smart move. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. she, Kaylee, changed me in the fact that I was attracted to people who are like are were kind of broken in a way, and I wanted to like fix that. Yep, yeah. I wanted to be like you know the you know, I wanted to be like the glue that could like hold them together. And, you know, Kaylee wasn't a broken person, you know, she's from, you know, good stable family has both her parents, you know, good, good life, good Christian girl, completely opposite of what I looked for before that, or just happened to look for which is whatever just fell in the pot. But, and that like switched my mindset even more, you know, I, I'm more directed to like fix things and, I don't know, she she changed me in that regard, but I, I do understand that, yeah, looking back on it, I just, I've always been a person, I'm wired that way, I need to, like, I'm supportive, emotional support of people is different, but when it comes to actual situations, like, I, it's all hands on deck, but, like, both like just myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of the same, like, I don't like going to bed knowing that something is, like, wrong, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like I I want to fix it as fucking fast as possible, whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that that wraps up all I wanted to talk about. I feel like it was a really really relaxing episode. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Conan. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure we'll be either podcasting with you or talking with you pretty soon. So. Uh, yeah, we're
0: pretty free. So. Whenever.
1: When you're not saving lives or Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Driving. <it.
0: laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I'm still here today. Yeah, well. You should have killed me.
1: God's got a plan. God's plan. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everybody for watching this episode. We will catch you in the next one. Bye. Peace. Yes.